Welcome. If you're looking to unlock the secrets of the mind, to live a life that's free of care and anxiety, and to be the happiest you that you can be, then you're in the right place. This is Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast. I'm Neil West, and with me today is my good friend, colleague, and co-host, Hayley Kearns. Hi Hayley, how are you? Hi Neil, I'm very well, thank you. Delighted to be here. And very kindly, Hayley's allowing us to record the programme in her log cabin. So you might hear a few of Hayley's chickens clucking in the background. Um, but that's that's all part of the mindful experience, isn't it Hayley? It is. It adds to the ambience of the, of the situation. So it's, we'll go with it. And what are we talking about today, Hayley? We're going to be talking about neuroplasticity, which really is the science behind mindfulness. Um, so yeah. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about what neuroplasticity is? Yes, so in our brain, we have brain cells, as we all know, and we have billions of these brain cells. And what happens every time we do a new action or have a new thought or do a new movement, our brain cells create neural pathways, which is they, they join together with one of these neural pathways. If we do an action once, then that pathway joins together but then if we repeat that action then that pathway becomes strengthened and that's why some of the actions that we do for example being able to walk become almost automatic we don't have to think about them because they've become part of our brain's makeup and if we don't do the same action again that neural pathway then um, disappears by normal which is perfectly normal it's called a pruning this process and so that in turn explains why we have the capacity to change the actions that we do and change our brains if you like which is the neuroplasticity so if our brains have this ability to change and grow how does that relate back to mindfulness of thoughts feelings emotions well mindfulness is where we try and keep our mind in the present moment and being aware of our present moment thoughts so if we understand that our, we have the power to change our thoughts and strengthen the thoughts that we want to then we can understand that that spending that time mindfully practicing and and think you know focusing on certain thoughts we, we've got the power to to change how we think and feel it sounds like this is something that could help us with our negative bias. This idea that our human brain was developed for life some 10,000 years ago when the world was a very different place. And there was danger lurking at every turn. And human beings had to be alert to those dangers. Um, whereas in the modern world, of course, that kind of alertness isn't always helpful to us. And it makes us feel threatened and endangered when in fact we're quite safe. And this is why we have this negative voice in our mind that tries to alert us to danger, but that danger isn't always present. So perhaps there are strategies that we could use to take advantage of neuroplasticity that would help us in the way that our brain works and that dialogue, that narrative, the story that we tell ourselves. 
Yeah, and we can put our focus, maybe we could use this to, to focus on those positive thoughts if we become aware of them rather than our brain just hotwiring, if you like, back always back to the negative. But that it isn't necessarily an easy thing to do and takes quite a lot of practice, which is why we're here. There's a great story from the Zen tradition that illustrates this nicely, I think, and it's called The Thief's Cure. The great master Banki's meditation classes attracted students from all over Japan. During one of these courses, a student was caught stealing. The incident was brought to Banki's notice. He chose, however, to disregard it. A few days later, the pupil was again caught stealing. Banky was informed and again he took no action. This greatly agitated the other students. They approached the master with a petition they had drawn up asking for the student's dismissal, failing which they would leave the course en masse. Banky read through their demands, then summoned them all before him. Dear brothers, you are indeed wise. You know the difference between right and wrong. You may leave if you wish and pursue your studies elsewhere. But this poor brother cannot tell what is right from what is wrong. If I do not teach him, who will? I have decided therefore to keep him, even if you all leave. Tears coursed down the face of the erring student. He had no desire left to steal. So this is really a story about compassion and forgiveness and understanding, but it also acknowledges our capacity to change. That however we've lived our lives in the past, and whatever mistakes or sufferings we might have experienced, through mindful practice, through the opportunity that neuroplasticity and the ability to train the brain offers us, the potential is always there for us to change and to grow and to be a better person than the person we are in this moment. So that story leads us quite nicely into having a go at a practice. Mm. As it said, it's about that capacity for us to always change and we know through neuroplasticity we we can change our brain. So we're just going to start, I think, just by trying a little practice. We always call our meditations practice because there isn't a, an, an end game in sight, really. We haven't got an aim. There's no such thing as a perfect practice. It's about allowing yourself that time to just focus. And we're going to focus on our breathing. That's the bedrock, really, of all our practice. So a few, few little pointers before we start. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you're in a place where you can allow yourself time to practice. But this is quite a simple thing to do and something that you can pick up at, at any point. Going to introduce the practice um, by using a singing bowl. Our singing bowl is um, it's, it's a, a hand-beaten metal bowl and um, we have also an inviter which is a wooden stick and we don't hit our singing bowl, we invite it to sing. And that's just our signal that it's our time to get ourselves ready to try and have a practice. Mm, okay. okay, so we're gonna just, starting off always by just getting yourself into a comfortable position. This is not a, a particular position that you have to sit in, you don't have to be sitting on a special cushion or in a special place, but rather it's just a place where you feel that you can just stay still for a few a few minutes. So sometimes it can be helpful to sit 
um, with your feet touching the floor to feel the ground is quite um, soothing and comforting and just make sure that you're in a comfortable position so we can get the shifting around a little bit here in a nice comfortable position maybe um, resting your hands just on your lap or maybe on your stomach and just just gonna invite the singing bowl just gonna listen to the singing bowl sound and then just allow our eyes to gently close. Just as the sound of the singing bowl drifts away, just going to allow our eyes to close, our bodies to remain still. And just see if we can bring our attention just to our breathing. Not changing our breathing in any way, just bringing our attention to the breath. So just keeping our attention on our breathing, not changing it in any way. No need for deep breaths at this point, just noticing your in-breath and your out-breath. questioning it in any way, just seeing if you can draw that attention and noticing where your breathing enters your body and where it leaves. Just seeing if you can follow the path of that in-breath all the way to the out-breath. Maybe you notice your breath as it enters your body cool air through your nostrils or maybe you can notice your breath as it enters your chest maybe it's more noticeable for you as it enters your stomach and fills your stomach with air or as it leaves your body through your mouth there's no need to have a particular focus just see if you can keep your attention on your breathing as you're breathing in and breathing out. And again, just as we, we're trying to keep our focus on our breathing as we're breathing in and out. Don't worry if your attention is taken by a sound or a thought. Just notice that. And try bringing your attention back to your breathing. Now just seeing if we can keep our attention just on a few in-breaths and out-breaths in our own time. Maybe it's helpful to say to yourself in your mind, breathing in and breathing out. time as we focus on those breaths in and out. Just slowly bringing your attention back to the room that you're in. Just bringing this short practice to a close with the sound of our singing bowl.
just gently opening your eyes, maybe wiggling your fingers and toes. So hopefully you found that practice useful, mm. interesting. I'm very calm and relaxed. Calm. <laughs> and hopefully you want to know more. So this is your call to action. Try this week just to allow yourselves a few minutes daily if you can, just to do that, just to stop and just allow yourself to just see if you can just bring your focus and your attention to your breathing just for a few moments. And it'd be really interesting to hear your thoughts on that, your thoughts on our programme and how could people get in touch with us, Neil, if they wanted to? Absolutely. So you can email us at onetogethercic at gmail.com or you can visit our website, onetogethercic.co.uk, or you can find us as One Together on Facebook. But we'd love to hear from you. But for now, this is Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. This is Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast. <laughs>